the more sex we have, the better the music is, actually. So you're going to be having a lot of sex leading up to the album? Use my penis a lot, bro. You look good. You have all of the something they bought you. Yes, goody! Hi guys, it's your girl Renee from the Good Girl Podcast and I am here with none other than the amazing talent, amazingly talented singer, songwriter, entertainer, everything, Mr. Cranial. What's up? Hi. You alright? I am so happy to have you as a guest. That's dope. I'm happy to be here too. Yeah. I want to get to know you. I want to get to know who is Kemar, you know? Mm-hmm. If you know people, a lot of people know Cranial, but I want to know Kemar today. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So I know that I was doing some research on you. Uh-huh. And I know that you were born in Wabi and, you know, went to the U.S. when you were 12. Correct. What was that like, like from a childhood standpoint? It's crazy. I was born in Clarendon. I don't know where on the internet they put um, Monty Wabi. So I know. But I grew up, I was born in Clarendon. Then um, my mom moved to Mobile okay. and then I migrated to the States. Okay. But sometimes I keep forgetting that, you know, to, to mention that in the, in the fact that it's kind of. But um, it was dope. It was a different vibe. I feel like it was a situation where I had no choice. Um, but nevertheless, I love it. You know what I mean? I love the myth of it. I feel like I get exposed after being around different nationalities. So they're Guyanese, Chinese, Africans. You know, I have so much different friends from different nationalities. So that was pretty much dope. And I moved in a very unique place in New York. Because when I got to New York, I started living close to Rosedale. And that's like close to here. Were you not in Florida first or did you? Actually, no. I was. I moved to New York first. And then I went to Florida for, um, I think I did two years in high school in Florida. And I was like, no, this is it's not for me. I just end up moving to New York. I feel like Florida is so widespread. And it's like so slow at the time. I don't know about now, but at that time it was like so slow. So yeah, New York was my calling. Was more you. Yeah. Do you have like a favorite childhood memory from like being in high school, like as a Caribbean person in the US? Yeah, a lot. Of course. I mean, there wasn't um I never feel far apart from being myself as a Jamaican because there's so much like New Jesus Christ, like New York is like it's just, Literally, it's just me in Jamaica, you know what I mean? So, I never really have no, you know, I never had no, um, what's it called? Where? Yeah, you know, we're feeling and memories are just like everything would be like, I remember just listening to Clashes Wagwan, like everything that happened here was happening. What's happening? Yeah, so my favorite moment would actually be just um, being happy to be here in school. Yeah. Hmm. If that makes sense, and just, just come back to Jamaica and have conversations with my friends, and I said, Well, I want to forget you about Okay. Yeah. So, you know, you, as you said, you moved at 12, and was that why dance hall, and how did you keep rooted? Because at that age, you could have went, and you're, you know, the melody got to, you yeah. could have went pop, you could have sing. Yeah. Why dance hall, and keep, kept that like rooted? I mean, the two most important things in my life to me is, like, is actually family and his culture. You know what I mean? I feel like that's more. Any, any, any woman, if you date a man and don't know culture, I don't know. I love the family. There's no need for you to be that person. He's yeah. he not a soul. So for me, I just feel like that was my soul and that is something with me. Um, love and at the end of the day, you can't rebound from what you is or what you are. I feel like I see a lot of people come after me and just become this total different 
straight American start tongue. We can't speak proper English to this day. You know what I mean? Because I feel like I just stay too much. Yeah, you don't have you don't catch your accent, none at all. Yeah. You stay rooted. That is one thing I think people don't speak about when it comes to you enough. Cause you never from you come on the scene like even when you know nobody has to know him once and you had that breakout hits when you do your interviews it just sounds like straight Jamaican. Yeah, and it's really and, and it's an amazing thing because to be a dancer artist to break from the stage which is like never happened before. Um, I feel like it was a eye opener for a lot of people who's there and who most people who come to America like I see I have a lot of artist friends in the states. So when we see them it's like brother like my conversation always been you have to be true to yourself. And don't try to fit in with people, man. Because anybody would know me most of me not really care about people. You know, I'm just do my thing. Do you want it? Yeah, so I just feel like me being being myself, I just want to say, yo, no matter what you say, I find a good way of work. You know, where you're about to be there. Mm. Gotcha. Was your family supportive of, like, your music journey? Were your parents, like, because I'm thinking from, like, a Caribbean parents' perspective, oh, my mom, you got fired, you got done, that's all. That's, I feel like that's how my mom would react. I mean, I feel like every parent should react who are best to them kids who don't know what's the plan is. You know what I mean? I wouldn't want my kid to um, feel like, say, he might go tell me what I want to do. So early in a feel life, if yeah. that makes sense. So I feel like the pressure of, what you do? What kind of... That's a dance and music, you know what I say? You know, like, there's different things that you hear from, you know, I'm, and I grew up in a very strong Christian home. But, but my mother is more like a free... My, so my, I grew up with my grandmother in Jamaica. Okay. And then, of course, my mother guided me in a fire. But my mother, like, straight out of Yeah, no, man, you know, that. <laughs> so my mother, she was more or less um, on top of, like, don't do music. She wasn't really like that type of person. Just more like, yo, what you do, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Did you have a plan B? Like, did, what, what were you doing even? Was it just always music or did you have, like, a job or what was your plan B? Listen, let me go find a rich white woman, a, a rich old black woman that take care of me to my old, you know? I just feel like, say, I'm going to yeah. I'm going to feel like I'm going to go. You're not going to lose job. Nah. Nah. Um, I was going to be in the army, actually. I was going to actually go into the army, yeah. I showed it to my friend in the army. I've got a bridging world that went half in the army. I actually went to sign up at one time. I just turned back. Seriously? Sir, I went, everything. Went to the recruiting thing. i never forget Jamaica Avenue, right across from Vim. Anybody who knows Jamaica Avenue knows exactly what I'm But right across from Vim, there's a recruiting place right there. I went there one day. I just couldn't go upstairs. It's crazy. I just couldn't do it. And I don't know who's one of my closest friends in because we all planned it to do it. And it's weird. This is a crazy story. Sidetrack. I legitly had a show in Dubai, landing in Kuwait, and they had a sandstorm. And the sandstorm ended up making the plane doesn't take off. And I was supposed to be in Dubai for, um, I think I was doing one Africa. And um, it's so crazy. I haven't spoken to this man in probably like 12, 12 years. And when everything happened, for some weird reason, we're booking to the man. Like, because it's basically, no, in Kuwait. Yeah, oh. while I was at the airport. So, how was that interaction? Like, was he happy to see you or was he? No, no, it was more like, it was text, actually, it was text. I, I, posted a, I posted a picture in my story. And I guess, obviously, we have mutual friends. And I said, yo, look at Kuwait, they are Kuwait. I said it to him. And I saw we talk, I must have said, you know, right, but black. Good. Because we were stuck there. I mean, just imagine that country, nobody speaks English. So all of you find each other like idiot, like better way I say I mean, we need to leave. And it was a weird experience, but yeah, short or two still. 
Okay, nice. So you, wow, I can't, I can't never, well, I can't see you in the army at, at all. Yeah, that's a good thing, everybody. <laughs> so, so, you know, you spoke about like lessons and all. What was your, or like that situation, what was your biggest lesson or failure then, or whichever way you want to put it since you've been in the industry just for, or leading up to getting to where you are now? Biggest failure? Yeah. Um, me as a man, no pre things like that, you know, to be honest with me, a different human being to come on to thinking about failures. I don't even, don't even think failure exists in my world. I don't, I don't look at any of those type of things. I feel like, for me, there's uh, obstacles. Obstacles, okay. Of, um, I feel like me being a dancer artist from America was never really accepted in the beginning. It was more like, oh, I'm a foreign you you know, I feel like it was more like that. And I feel like there's a lot of people who don't even know me look like in dancer, to be honest with you. A lot of people don't know it, ever some face because I don't really. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't my mission wasn't to come and try to um fit in or try to be something I'm not. I feel like I really want to represent every artist from fine. So my obstacles would be um representing dancer at the highest level that is overlooked sometimes. Like I don't think people realize the level of um, success. That is actually one of my questions to you because do you, I don't think, I, I'm not sure if like you feel like, as you said, you don't get the respect. Do you feel like you get the respect you deserve in the genre? You know what it is? I don't think it's a risk. What's the way to put it? It's like, think about this. Is, 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 when it comes down to respect, I don't get the, the, get the glory. As people like me, I friends say, dog, I think you're underrated. And I'm like, brother, if I understand one thing. When you come into American market, or the Caribbean market, or the UK, Africa market, they know who Kredo is. Yeah, like true, These people true, true. know almost every Kredo record, right? When you, as an artist like from the state like me, break, and my focus wasn't try to fit in, you know, you're not seeing the clocks, you're not seeing me, you're not, you're not seeing me a try. Like, you know, me a try to be what me know. So it's like there's a, there's a disconnect with what's going on in Jamaica compared to what I'm going to find because I never really come here for like push something that um, I don't think I fit in. Yeah. Does that make sense? So the so the so the love that so you're saying that the love that you get is more in Jamaica is more organic. It's more organic. Not trying. Not trying. It's not like in the US where you're pushing a record and it's, you know what I say? it's organic. A different way you work record in America than here. So it's not like say they're not respected, they know, but it's like if you're not in somebody's face all the time, what am I gonna know? Yeah. And me as a man like I sold gold in America, sold gold in UK, sold gold in Canada, but you know sitting on the papers. Yeah, true. Me not there, you know, media run. So we can't expect our feedback on people. That people say, yo, we need to, yo, Cranium, yo, bro, we even know. So I say, look, we can't feel no way because I never take up that, um, that, you know, thing with me. I come here and say, yo, I go do interviews all the time. You know, the mix. And I mean, the mix with media. I'm not even a media man like that here. I don't really get that problem. I mean, the clout. I mean, it's not a clout, man. Like, when I come on to, I mean, I go date. I want to forget the argument. Then I, mean, I go do this again. So it's like, you know, I feel like yeah. it's not a, I don't feel like it's a, it's an underrated thing. I think it's a situation where you don't really understand the level of things that happen outside of Jamaica sometimes. Okay, that makes sense. I've seen you say that you don't, 
um, just release, release, release. You have a lot of records that you record, but you work a record. Yeah. Where did that strategy come from and why? Because I feel like it's the opposite now a days where you see everybody just trying to really... Do you still have that strategy? Yeah, when, we see the diff- when I see the check with nobody that's no compared to a buy where you want to buy, my brain changed completely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because no, it's yeah, it's different. You know, it's a whole different. So when you see, when, you, when me go past and say, buy where you want to buy, like the whole place just lift up and the forward is sweet. But when you look at the check, it's like, mm, you know, but when me, I, when you, and then not only that, you understand, so to me, I must say this plain and simple. I feel like some, some artists are not real bills. I feel like they need some real proper bills. I feel like them when it, when a man do a show a fire at seven thousand like uh, ten grand, ten grand is like a million dollars, right? Over a million. You can imagine just our ten grand is over a million dollars. Oh, you can really stretch the Jamaican sense. In America, ten grand is ten grand, you know. I like nice things, you know. I like woman, you know. So you know, it, it's a whole different level of like um, focus for me personally. A dollar is a dollar for me, so I can run certain jokes with some man around for them. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that is one of the pushing me. So. You, you know, when you were coming on the scene, I know that you did a lot of like openings for yeah yeah you, you did a lot of openings for other artists. Yeah. Can you name some of them? Um, well, the main one was I was on tour with when I just came. It was me, Tory Lanez, a Boogie, Jacquees. Um, if I'm forgetting somebody, I'm sorry, but um, yeah, I did a lot of. And matter of fact. When I talk about this, my laugh and thinking about it now. I used to get like five hundred dollars a night for each show. I would, I swear, we did eighty shows, um, across America. Eighty shows, five hundred dollars a night. I'm have to buy gas, I have to rent a car, and I have to pay the hotel. Hotel. I'm saying that some hotel we never know exists in America. <laughs> I'm telling them hotel they look like. You know, you know, you have to sleep one side of the bed. I tell it serious. But so it, you. <laughs> it was different. I mean, and, and then I get to really see America because we did, I think we did 44 states. Wow. And then we did the entire Canada. Wow. So, so yeah, it was, I never forget, it was, we went on tour September 16th and we got off tour December 24th. I feel like you don't see that in the space though. I feel like now you see where everybody wants to do their own shows and not take the time. But I feel like when you started your career, you did the opposite. You take the time. And you kind of yeah, I, I, yeah. I was very, I was a good listener. I feel like I was always a good listener, and like management was um. There's so much more that I think we, I could have done, and I feel like there's so much more that um to accomplish. Obviously, I mean, I feel like we didn't know we would need to be, but there's there's a lot of steps that need to be taken as an artist to really understand the art mm-hmm. of being what you want to be. You know, it's it's, it's bigger than what we think it is. And um, some of the time, I feel like some of us don't get opportunities because sometimes managers want to be artists, yeah. so that gets in the way. And then sometimes artists think they deserve more, which they do, but it's just like it takes a process. You know? so I, yeah, I never skipped a step. I swear to you, I never, ever. Sometimes I see some man just bust on the first class, and I say, wow. I mean, you remember me, you said they had the back of the plane. Hey, we start off from the back of the plane till... Mr. Request Window Seat till Mr. Request Premium Academy. You know what I mean? Step by step, yeah, every step of the way. You go through every step. step. Yeah, and then I had one record for like three years. So yeah. I got to the phase of everybody saying, I wanted one next Yeah, yeah. So. And then to be honest, too, I remember um, I actually, it's funny, right? So when nobody has to know, like, went big, 
Um, my I had friends in New York who were playing that before. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, that record was about what two? Two thousand thirteen. So it was so a couple years before it, it even. Two thousand fifteen. Yeah. Came out so, yeah. so three years before anything. You have to humble yourself. You have to. So did you, you just believe in that? Yeah, yeah. I knew exactly what I had. Like me know, me know this had changed my life. Me know I know for a fact I go buy two hours after this. I swear <laughs> to you. I don't know what it was, but I just knew that this record was different. And I remember at the time when it came out, there was no other song in the space. There was none. The last big record at that time, I think, if I'm not mistaken, was what? No Games? Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah, I think it was No Games. It was Egyptian only for us, the No Games. And that was it. And, and, and what I learned was that, and I wish anybody since can understand that, dancing in the States is not priority, it's a flavor. So I realized that we had a priority, a flavor. So me just said, all right, I am in a place. This is in a place, all right, boom. Let me drop in my little spice. Like, so you just drop in your little thing at a time. Feel, yeah. This is my space to Till this day, just feel. So looking at, you know, with your understanding of the business and how you work it, what do you think about the current state of like dancehall and music, right? And the, recently, the BCC, actually, the Broadcasting Commission, banned certain type of songs, which kind of target the new dancehall, the chapel songs. Like, how do you feel about it? Well, to be honest with you, my, my take on that is that um, people are going to try to dictate what people listen to, which will not happen. You know what I mean? I've seen more shootings in videos and movies True. more than me and a song. Um, does music have an effect on the way humans um, react 1000%? Because if me in a sad mood and me hear a song, it might make you cry depending on where you go through, so it's definitely effective. Um, the, 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 the problem that I have with, with this thing is that when I grew up and we listen to music, we are here by Scotty, we are yeah. here Mavado, sure. we are here uh, Busy Signal, we are here Idona, we are here Munga, we are here Dama, right? But on the other hand, we still was here Richie Spice, we was here Chuck Fender, we was here Egyptian, uh-huh. we was here Iwin. So even though we are here the boy of the guy we still are here the, hey, you girl, I see you outside my window. So the process of you taking in the dance side of things, I was still getting the reggae side of things. So it was such a balance that you didn't realize how hard. The man them talk some things back in the day. Let's be real, you know. The man them talk some things. You know? So it's like, and I like, it wasn't gruesome. It was really gruesome in that time. I was a kid, I hear them think that. But there was a balance between them. I feel like, no, majority of the music have been mostly like negative painted. To us, like we are the problem. You know, we are not the problem. The music is better. You know what I mean? I feel like somebody's not doing them job. Me and they have point pin blind about it. You know what I mean? I personally feel like you can't blame DJs because DJs is gonna play what, what people, people react to. So I just feel like they need to be more pushed off a balance between both really. I mean both music. But if I had the opportunity to talk at the board in front of um change, I would tell them that there is conscious like Canada, for example, that allow only 70% of their music to be played on the radio and 30% of whatever else. So dancers really need to play 70 more percent of our original music and play 30% of this. And then you'll have a balance with more reggae slots and more dance assets. I'm worried about it, right? Because dancehall is already a genre that is not as streamed, mm-hmm. right? So I'm just more worried about it in terms of censoring and if it is less streams, less revenue for artists, and then if it's a bigger conversation, so if it's, is it a 
stepping stone to something else. Because if they start here, you know it can grow. I really want to ask this question. Like, yeah. I, this is something I never do. I actually never do research on this, but I think we need to do research on this. My question is, they curse and said dance a lot to the stream. Yeah. You dance a lot stream, right? What were these numbers back then for these artists before? I want to know. Like, what is so serious? Like, who did I sell gold? Who, who was selling five months? Everybody had talked about dance on the stream and that. Who was selling gold in America? All the artists that we are tough, we are pissed me off. We are telling we say we now selling a record. Who was selling like this public records of how we sold over 500,000 copies? Yeah. 40,000 copies. Uh, no, I'm even putting myself in there. I'm just trying to ask the question why do we put so much pressure on we dance? Like, our genre, I mean, our country is what? Cheap, what? 2.5 million people? Yeah, 2.5 to 3 million. How much people actually go through the gate in dance over the decades? Yeah, you know, like, come on, like, you have man, we have moments, you know? Thank God Shaggy never have a moment, he had a whole career. You have man like Champagne, you know, certain man will get like a real run. But when I make it seem like, say, we have 30 Puff Daddy and 40, um, 50 Cent and 30 um, Light Back, like, come on, man, like, it's not like our music was always, oh, we sell most records, and back then too, to be honest, to get a record, you have to buy the record. Yeah. No, you don't have to buy a record. You just come on YouTube. So when I act like said, our music was always the most selling music in the world. Like, yeah. come on, man. But I feel like in dancehall, you know, you make a lot of money off touring and mm -hmm. all of that. But did so with the pandemic, like, how did you did you shift your marketing or do you like what did you do to kind of ensure that you know? Can you say like nice things? Yeah. I had the biggest record in dance in go. Get the biggest record. Nobody can girl. That is true. That is facts. Bring the facts, bitch. So when we talk, hype no. I had one of the biggest records in COVID. Literally. If you go around Gal Palace is a wicked. Yes, you use a wicked person. You know, you cannot draw. It's one of the biggest, if not the biggest record in COVID. So you just let your record run as you I, I just knew that this was the time because I knew breed that people are coming. I mean, we should be a part of this conversation. Like, I see it happening. Like, what happened was when COVID happened, you know, is there's a big shift that happened. That's, think about how much artists bust since COVID. True. True. And the reason why is because you cannot control my ears anymore. Before, when you go in a club, whatever you play, you never dance to. So, whoever have the most fun base, songs always work. So, if you're not a dance and you play, um, a brother named Pusha Sang. We don't have a brother named Pusha Sang. And Pusha is a man who you love. You have to dance to it. Yeah. Because everybody is a dance to it. When COVID happened, there was none of that. It's it back to the ears. Back to the ears. And now, man, I say, yo, me like how him sound, you know? Yeah, me like how him sound. You know, before, I created America take six to seven to eight months for break because I'm coming from a different angle. Angle, okay, so, yeah. And then you're coming from, you're not here, you're coming from a different angle. Totally different angle. So, me always, like, when nobody from no comment to shoot over the top, drop, buy where you want buy. You know, we can. Can't believe from oh, and these are our singles and I like a juggling me I do. So I'll use that as an example like the place stop. Yeah. The, like shut up. So no like, The topic too, like the topic of girl policy. Yeah, it's that was borderline disrespectful. It was a a play a very thin line between um truth and fox and mm. you don't think so? I think it was when I first of all when you start the song and you say, "Na girl can't start na drama," or yeah. make my girl beat that part. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's like that personal. Yeah. That's the one. 
So what are so so let me think so personal like yeah, like it. So like think about this, right? 95% of women like the truth. Sugar coat. Okay. Oh, I was wondering, I was waiting for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so think about this now. It's like when I write, right? Remember, you know, me, me is a man where always they say me say you cheat, and oh, she's supposed to cheat, blah, blah, blah. And I'm chilling and I'm like, okay, think about it, think about it. If you believe it or not, I'm not here to say there's not good man here. There's a lot of good man, I'm supposing, you know, yeah. I suppose, I don't know. You're one of them. I'm just, I'm a good dude. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, you know. Some people get bone dry, some people get bone with cheese, dry. It depends, you know. Some people get a little box milk with it. Some people get no milk at all. Just I me mean, no know, dry now. I mean, some people get for them different. So think about this now. In my situation, that song wasn't even talking to a woman. That's a crazy thing. I write it from my perspective, talking to a man. That's why I say, in the kitchen, get the sink. Because some the first, everybody, some say people like mix up with the because. People jump over the main important wording of the song. We understand the song I said, some boy not have no life. That's true, we missed that. They, they missed that, miss that completely. We missed it. But not alive, we missed it. Some boy not have a life, or you have a, some girl with a style for your wife. For your, yeah. This time, not for the woman. I have a conversation with a man. Yeah. So, this, so this wasn't inspired by like, you, you just. How, how it come about? Like, what was in here? What happened for you to say, yo, my girl, write this? Because if you say you're speaking to a man, it's something happened to your bridging? Like... No, it was a situation where I can't really speak on it, to be honest with you. But it's a situation where I just felt like there, used to, there needs to be a borderline in between. Because my mind, I know relationship is saved. Yeah. I know relationship is saved in the sense of what I say is like, means that I feel like I got from earth at one point for like make sure that everybody's up here. You know what I mean? So if you not in job more time, me just can't be bad at talking. More time someone come and said, boy, we kid can't be same the data and then my say, alright darling, my belly kept it. Yeah, we're gonna start with the situation. But me tell you that now. Okay. Uh, you're you're safe, you're doing some economic work. I feel like I feel like when the time I said that I I think I'll get a me I'm gonna be the only one who walk in a middle up there. Like, yeah, you know, tell you, trust me, cause I'm doing job. Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor. Yeah. So you, if, sorry, you said you don't like the word search. I don't like research at all. Why? I don't feel like nobody deserves to be called a search. So it's just bare means you have. Yeah, and I don't think it's not. <laughs> I don't even think it should be a thing where search is just on cheap. You know, just on like. So what do you call your firstly? I'm singlish, by the way. You're singlish. Yes. No, but you're confused, Macrania, oh, because your new single with um, Queen Niger without you, mm -hmm. first thing I start the song and say, is, I'm sorry. So it did sound personal. Like, at, for, when we hear the song in a say, no man, cranium changed. It's a different man, it broke. Because the cranium we know in a weekend, nobody now for know, can't believe. We know all your stays. So me never yet think you know nobody. We take that clear. But then, but then without you, it's, it's different, yeah. right? So you're saying you're singlish. Singlish. I thought you were sorry though. Yeah, but you can't be singlish and say sorry. I feel like everybody can be hurt. Emotions are high sometimes, run high. Ah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, do you think somebody can love four or five people at once? I think only can love one person once. 
I think you can only love one person at a time. That's what I would want to think, what I would think so. So your love can share. I'm not saying that, I'm just saying I think there's a situation where in life sometimes, you know what I'm saying? It's a saying, it says sometimes do the wrong things for the right reasons. Expound. I feel like there's some things that you do that you don't necessarily want to do, but you do it because it feels right. And sometimes you meet the wrong person, the right, I mean, you meet the right person at the wrong time. That's like a real thing. You know what I mean? So you have to like play a balance and, and how you think. And I just, I'm an I'm a old, um, like, I, I, I'm, I'm very, I like to watch like old documentary. I'm very like a very documentary person. Okay. Like, old school stuff. So you like, you like history? And I like history, history stuff. Here. So like, if we go back in the history of time, not to get too deep, but if you think about it, we're not one about you we're not going to buy, nobody not own me now. Oh, so if you think you say me coming a price tag, it's sad. No, nobody not own me. So in the sense of, like, if me are going to be happy, me are going to be happy. Yeah. I don't feel like nobody should. Me not like inconvenience. Me not inconvenience. Me so once it starts stressing out, you just... That going, okay. <laughs> Some of the life, you know? But if you think about it, it makes sense, though. No, but then... You know, you've always been so private with your life. Very. Very, very. I think and I see that it's very intentional and purposeful. So there is no point where we'll see, you know, like, Cranium getting married or... No. Never. I think that... You're married? You never know. You know what I mean? You never know. But I feel like many of the clone behavior, and certain things like clone behavior. You know what I mean? Very clownish behavior. I feel like not being married ain't nothing wrong with being married. Ain't nothing being with saying this is the person I love. Ain't nothing be um ain't nothing wrong with loving a woman. You know, I feel like some man feel like say, it's a crazy thing for love a woman, like you're sick. If a man show emotions himself, like that's so dumb, you know what I mean? But as far as me is concerned, I feel like shorty is key for me, you know what I mean? And me not like embarrassed. You know, so you're a fire sign. That makes sense. That yeah, makes sense. You're a nice guy, though. Any woman ever did, ask them. <laughs> I'm a very nice guy. What do you look for in a woman? Like, what does cranium say, yo, you know, like, look for in a woman? Vibe. Personality. Like, you can't do them too serious. I don't like women too serious. Too, to get me too, you know? I'm like a strong mind woman. But you can't take everything too serious. Some people, I don't like sensitive, too sensitive. Yeah. Let me see a girl, I'm like, there, she said, see, I don't feel something like that. I'm not supposed to say it all loud in front of that girl, but I'm not supposed to feel. And, like, you know, some woman, like, I've talked to a girl one time, I really like, you know, like the man girl, you know, the girl. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like her, I said, no, she give me a vibe. Go up with the girl one day, I don't remember what I said to her, she said, oh, you're going to look for the girl, and I said, girl, sex in front of me. And I said, but me say it loud, and I said, no, that girl, she good. And she get really bad, like me, I said, yeah, that's insecure to the point where, like, I understand where she come from, but then me realize that this not going to work, because, yeah. especially a man like me, but if I, me say some act woman in this room, you know, me, I've been around, me been to six continents of my life, you know, me see some act woman, you know, and it's like, sometimes, you know, I don't know who I am, I'm just like, damn. Yeah, that look good, she look good. She look good, and she just take it personal, and I said, all right, manager, it when it's not going to work. Where's the like hottest women from? Like, yeah, yeah, we've been at show. No, no, tell the truth. All right, me tell you the thickest set of women you may see. Yeah. Ghana. Them feel like imagine cement soup, that's why. Um, <laughs> Tanzania, like a gunpowder juice, they imagine coming to the store. Um, South Africa, get them hot. Um, 
I like the girl in Israel or Palestine, because sometimes I get trouble to say Israel or Palestine. But them smoke from a cigarette for me, so I never too like that. But they look good. But Ethiopia has some beautiful woman. Jamaica kind of play around, you know, Jamaica some hot girl in your throat. And Trinidad. And Trinidad. Yeah. Guyana. Number one. Number one. We can't say number one. But if you tick thickness, Ghana. Ghana. Beautiful. I feel like all women are beautiful in the world. Oh, please. Who is your like no, but then who would you who have you dated the most of? It's mainly Caribbean women that you think Yeah, I've dated Caribbean I'm actually black. I've dated most Caribbean. It's a lot. No, it's not a lot actually. I've never been in much relationship. I think I've only been in three relationships in my whole entire life. Three relationships? I think so. But they did a lot. They did long. Yeah, okay. black. But then you know what's funny, right? You were on another interview like six, seven years ago that I dredged up and you said you don't date. You said you don't Go on dates. Okay. No, I was saying I still feel that way. Like I don't, I, I don't, I don't like the generic term of date. Okay. I feel like it's supposed to be a situation where we say we are going to hang out or we are going to buy. I don't mm-hmm. like the word date. And reason I don't like the word date because if we really want it, we go play the game. Play along. We get up and say so. It's no. I'm saying if somebody really wanted to play the game. Oh, okay. So if they, if you know that I like dates, you just have to. Yeah, yeah, right. so stupid. Rather than you just say, "Where are the Let's link up, or you got to park, or you got to movie, or you got to dinner." But like for you, go out, say you will meet you. I say you're going to do dates, and then you make me play the game of. Remember, I'm going to buy the nicest color, you know, Louis Vuitton. Get a nice outfit, you know, buy three of them for them, and just say it's a bit cheap. Get them out of and we get to the restaurant where you want. But you're not going to be yourself. Yeah, I feel like there's such a big um. Miss um, information to from and what dating should be. You know, dating should be an atmosphere where you feel comfortable in a space. Yeah. You don't have to be, oh, we have a dinner. Yeah. So, what is your, what is Cranium's ideal date? It can't be anything. Mm-hmm. You can't just say, oh, we are there, we okay, my computer, and we got the park, or especially in New York, there's so much spots where it's like beachfront. The park up and well a vibe. It can be a situation where you know the mood where eat some food that's um, like the meat you just meet us in the school. It can be brunch, you know, after the six, seven o'clock. Mm. And some people generally think say dating is oh, me I come get a six o'clock. So you're saying that dating is just what you think it's I'm just getting to yeah, know the, the person. person. That's it. In whatever situation and circumstances that fits you best. Okay. Yeah. Well, we have some listener questions. No so, so some people sent in some questions. I think you answered one of them. Okay. But when are we getting the album? Um, the album's supposed to be done in the next... I don't know. Um, okay, I would say but before the year ends. But before the end yeah. of the year, we're getting a creative album. You yeah. know the title? Um, into the Deep. Ah, Into the Deep. So it's going to be nice. The more sex me the better the music is, actually. So you're gonna be having a lot of sex leading up to the album. If you use my penis, I like that. With one person or multiple persons? No man, that's one person. You know, I need inspiration. Once we find somebody inspire me, that's all we need. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, what you said, make a right it song. <laughs> would you the second question, would you do a label to help out young artists? 100%. I feel like that's gonna come in time. Mm-hmm. Nothing is forced. People are saying, like, "Yo, we're not signing artists." I'm like, "Brother, come on, I try to feel up my thing right now." Yeah. You know, I feel like, and there's so much things to learn. Mm-hmm. I, and like, and taking up a label is like having a child. 
Yeah. If, like, if you really care. You have some man not care. Yeah, I tell you, I've seen some man with some man who don't care. So it's like a caring thing for me. I'm very passionate about it. Anything to get myself into, I'm passionate about it. You're doing it properly. Yeah, so I don't want the responsible of somebody's life. And I feel like if me become an artist for help, that's somebody's life, you know? Because I feel like if you manage to, you know, it's like more your business about my future and where my kids are going to um, live off of and stuff like that. So I'm going to take it very serious. I don't feel like I have that enough patience. Right. Okay. And would you, where do you see your career in the next 10 years and what do you want your legacy to be? One, I don't have any plan for the next 10 years, in the sense of, I don't plan on things. I feel like plans are limited. Yeah. I feel like when you're planting, you're limited. So if you want me $10 million in your brain, I'm going to make $10 million. I'm going to make $30 million. So I do everything to the best of my ability and whatever I deserve from that, I'll get. And as far as um, legacy, I just want to be remembered as a brave youth that take on dance and music from America and open the doors for many more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, man. Well, thank you so much for being on the Good Girl Podcast. I'm excited. Um, and it was lovely to have you. I have a gift for you, oh, yeah? actually. Yes. Jesus Christ, when I get gift in there. Yeah. Sorry, I don't have like proper packaging, but these are some products. So this is from Aircom Distributors. It is a local Jamaican um skincare, beauty, everything brand. So it's um some scrubs, a scrub. Still is again. Yeah, so it's very nice product. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being I appreciate it. Past. I appreciate you. That's right. All right, guys.